Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerd. My name is Diz, and I'm your pop culture and sports nerd of the group. Ali? I'm Ali, your classic nerd. And I'm being a comic book nerd. V, you were telling us a story before the podcast started, and it confused me. Yeah, I was. So I went to the doctor because there was a burning... I mean... What? Um... <laughs> So uh, <laughs> that would have confused us too. <laughs> but okay, carry on. A friend of ours, Ali, uh, someone that we grew up with mm-hmm. at Moulton Elementary School in the early nineties. We use the word <laughs> friend very loosely. Well, he was a friend no, of mine. Kidding. Yeah, I, you know, I went to his house. I, I, I remember him from. So, that. like a friend of ours, uh, Bo Stanton. You know, is a really amazing. Wait, what was his name? Artist. Bo Stanton. Bo is Bo short for something? Bo. It's Bo. Bo is short for... Beauregard. Yeah. Be- Beauregard? I don't think so. I don't know. It's, it's always been Bo. It's always Bo. I've known him. We've always known him Bo. So. I don't remember his last name, but I remember him. He was in my third grade class, I think. Yeah. What? Mrs. Uh, oh, I can't remember her name. Was it like after like Boo Radley and they just started naming kids Bo? What no. Bo. Bo, not as in Bo, B-O. What? It's B-E-A-U or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. What kind of white people ass name is that? It was very white. What the weird. fuck kind of that's yeah, but there's like like hard looks like, really. I mean, cultures are odd, but there's no like, man. Like, Mother- strongly Mother- ethnic name. Motherfuckers, my yeah. Motherfuckers make fun of other names all the time, and y'all be naming your kids like Chadwick and Bo and like, what kind of dumbass name. Yeah, kind of dumbass name. That. Yeah, that is a strong, strong name. Chaz Chadwick Boseman doesn't look like a Chadwick Boseman. He does not look like a Chadwick Boseman. I feel like I have to call him Chadwick Boseman. Every I can't call him like Chadwick. Chadwick, right? Chad- I have to. Chad. I have to say Chadwick Boseman. I do appreciate it's Chadwick and not Chad though. Yeah, yeah. Right. Chad Bozeman does not sound... He does not sound like my king. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, is so. Chadwick? <laughs> it's my king Chadwick. <laughs> it's like a fucking imperial British person. Just stop. I don't know what you're doing, but you're, I thought you were going to hit me. <laughs> you eat Jolly Ranchers over there? God damn it. Okay. It's like his new diabetes thing. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. My diabetes medicine. <laughs> yeah, Jolly Ranchers every fucking episode. I don't know where they keep coming from. I brought Jolly Ranchers for my students, and I think I, I brought like some home, and then just... Hid them around like special treasure, and I just keep finding them. Right. I may have brought some in too and hid them in random spots. All right, so what did Bo Derek do? So first of all, Bo Stanton, friend Bo of Derek. ours, she was the one. Bo Derek was the yeah, she was the, the, the oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, shut the fuck up. All right, Bo Stanton, friend of ours, right? Very accomplished artist, does these amazing murals around the world, right? I, I urge you guys to go look him up because the stuff that he does on these walls is absolutely marvelous. Um, he, He's Banksy. He's kind of like Banksy, actually. He's very, you know, not as, uh, he doesn't do the vandalism thing like Banksy does. He's not as famous, but. Yeah, yeah. But he's an international mural. Yeah, so you can see stuff from all, all over Europe. He has a lot of stuff all over the United States. Uh, Brooklyn, New York, these places. Um, so he actually did a mural uh, in our area, in L.A., mm. you know, uh, at the, in Koreatown at the JFK, um, uh, JFKF school, right? Mm. And it's it's a beautiful mural of, of Ava Gardner. It's got this really great kind of these, these um, old columns as a part of it, and it's just really great color, and it's kind of an homage, like old old town Hollywood. Um, recently, a uh, basically like a, a coalition group basically accused it of being racist because behind this Ava Gardner mural is like these like sunbeams that are coming out, hmm. and they're basically saying that it represents the imperial flag of Japan and with Ava Gardner. With Ava Gardner as kind of the main piece, but they say that it, it represents the imperial flag of Japan and it's offensive and uh, yes. needs to be taken down. That iconic Japanese imperial symbol, yeah, Ava, Ava Gardner. Gardner right? Who's Ava yeah. Gardner. She was one of the. She's a, an actress from like the golden age of Hollywood, right? Yeah. So, 
Bo, you know, he's on my Facebook, so he put up this whole thing about this this thing going on. I'm assuming he's angry. Of course he's angry. Yeah, I mean, this is his work. And the thing is, though, no one brought it. It was this this thing was completed almost two years ago, yeah. and no one brought up an issue with it up until now. Yeah. Right, and a lot of people were kind of suspecting that this is kind of connected because the same coalition that is kind of pushing for this, mm. it also has an issue with a really controversial um, bill that's being passed around LA, uh, where they're essentially trying to deal with the massive homeless problem by creating what's called a bridge shelter, right? To help, uh, it, the idea being that they're creating kind of bridge homes in these neighborhoods yeah. to allow for people who are homeless to go and live there so they don't yeah. have to live in Skid Row and all that other yeah. stuff. Which is a great, I mean, this these type of initiatives are fantastic. That sounds like a great idea. Bridge homes, these yeah. kind of these other ones that are the pop-up homes mm-hmm. that you can put up like within a couple of days. Yeah. These are all fantastic. I mean, homelessness, and not just homelessness, but home insecurity is a reality in our world. And it's yeah. a, much mm-hmm. more of a reality in our generation than it is in previous generations. Most of us aren't going to go on to become homeowners. No, it's because they fucked the economy. Right? Yeah. And this is the reality of it. So this is a cool initiative. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm all for man. You know, they need a place to go. I, we, I personally have to deal with uh, this because the area that I work, we have to, we have to kind of shoo along a lot of transients because they decided to purge that area, that tent city near Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Right next to the riverbed. Yeah, I remember that. Right, that whole area is gone now yeah. for no reason. They were had a place to live there though. Right. Right. Had, so then we got threatened to get fined when we were delivering or handing out food to people there. Yeah, I've gotten in trouble a few times. So George Carlin has that whole stand up about NIMBY, right? Yeah. Not in my backyard. Yeah. Everyone wants more prisons. Everyone wants more of this. Everyone wants to build all this stuff, but they don't Not want it built government. anywhere near them, right? So this coalition called the WCC, right? Um, Which stands for? The Wilshire Community Coalition. Hmm. That is the White Women Coalition. That that'd be WWC. What'd you say? WCC. Uh, Wilshire Community Coalition. Uh, dyslexia. Mm. Dyslexia. That happens from time to time. Yeah, so, no. You know, run by his present name, uh, Chan Zhang Zhang. Right. Mm-hmm. Goes by Jake. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Yeah. Uh, so, so he's the name. one that he actually says he has like a f- sixteen-page letter. To the to um, the L.A. Unified School District about about how the flag depicts the rising sun of imperialism in World War II. So I've I've looked at this flag. I've looked at this mural. I should say. Yeah. It's not the Japanese. It's not even flag. close. The colors are completely off. Completely off. There's not even like the same. It's not even the same amount of nope. like sun rays or anything. Right. right. And it's fucking Ava Gardner. It's the literally the whitest woman in the right. world. There's no. They, there's no. I mean, you've got you. You can't even stretch. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess is, you can stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't stretch, but you can. He literally doesn't even like. They talk about this in the letter where it's like he doesn't even go. It kind of depicts this. He literally says it depicts yeah. the imperial flag, and the thing is, it's like it's a. The rest of the letter is just a bunch of stuff that the Japanese, the Japanese atrocities to, to you know, which are all true. The Japanese are, atrocities yeah. in World War Two and Imperial yeah. Japan are horrible. Completely true, right? right? But it's based on this kind of false statement. That, Did anyone yeah. reach out to Bo about this? So though? Bo found out just recently, obviously, right, when this whole thing's going through, and he's obviously trying to fight it what he can, but it's, there's not much that he can do about it. The problem is, though, the, uh, the L.A. Unified School District literally caved almost the second that it kind of, that this John guy decided he was going to kind of press charges against it. Right. So, and then now Bo, I don't think he has much of a say in it because, you know, it's, it, he did the mural, but it was commissioned by yeah, RFK. ask the artist, what does this depict? Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, there's like, there's a, there's a really, a, uh, you know, you have to be able to differentiate between what was considered to be like 
quote unquote like a hate hate speech yeah. versus what artistic speech the is problem, right? like the problem that we're falling into I think in, in incidences like this and we saw this to a certain degree with a little bit with me too it's not a major problem but it is a real problem in that you have people on the right who very cynically deploy real movements so you have the me too movements of valid pushback against misogyny sexism harassment in the workforce, right, and in society, and it is a result of the fact of our legal system and our actual institutions failing to protect women, right? I mean, women are getting harassed yeah. across the board. We're literally seeing CBS just uh, got caught; they cut some type of deal with uh, oh, I forgot the actress's name. This is the girl from uh, uh, Bring It On? Kristen Dunst? Not Kristen Dunst. Eliza Gabriel Dushko? Union? Eliza what's Dushko. Dushko. Yeah. Apparently she was sexually harassed by one of her co-workers and they had to like pay her out because she eventually got fired for reporting it or whatnot, right? So the, the CBS was just caught in this scandal. So Me Too is a very real movement, but we've also seen that people like Mike Cernovich and others will use Me Too as a way of trying to target uh, political opponents, right? Yeah. Rather than achieving justice, they turn. And we see the same thing with with certain types of uh, with PC culture. PC culture, at the end of the day, is just asking for basic respect and dignity, right? But we see, for example, the outrage. So Mark Lamont Hill recently mm-hmm. made a speech in uh, the UN. And in the UN, he talks about kind of the rights of Palestinians. He's not talking about any state in particular. He's talking about people. Yeah. Um, but the, the right in particular mobilized against him, and he ended up getting fired from CNN. Oh, yeah. And they, now they've come after his Temple University job. Unfortunately, he's tenured. But the board of trustees are like, we're looking into it. to try. And it's always the board, right? Never yeah. the faculty. It's always the outsiders, right? Mm-hmm. Completely different stuff out of context. So there is a way in which there is a certain structure that exists, a sort of uh, a mobilizing effort that social media in particular has uh, enabled, right, to mm-hmm. gather people from the four corners of the world for cause. But it is also being used cynically. So there's very righteous cases. This is an example of a cynical ploy to mobilize. There are examples out there of really horrible things that should be taken down, that should be censured. There's ways of kind of calling that out. And I say censured, not censored, right? Because we're not interested in the state getting involved, right? Uh But a recognition of of certain sensibilities. Recognize that. Address that. But don't let yourself fall into the trap of just caving to everything that causes a little bit of an outrage. I don't understand, right? So people are okay with taking down this mural because a white guy drew it and now they're saying that it has Japanese imperialism in it. Yeah, well, but a group of like 30 white kids in Minnesota fucking hailing Hitler and Sigahalen in their prom picture. It's just free speech. Yeah, the problem has always been consistency. I don't, I don't right? know. Right? What gets applied and when it doesn't get applied. So here mm. we have an instance in the LA school district. It's like, oh, we've got to take this thing down without any discussion or whatnot. On the other hand, you have very clear instances of, you go, okay, this shit's outright racist. And people are making Nazi sides. Yeah. Oh, it's free speech. So it, it, I think there is a serious inconsistency and it comes down <laughs> fundamentally to the education or informed nature of the people who are participating. 
How informed are you in this conversation? Are you are you just jumping on board to jump on board? Are you a school administrator who looks at this thing and goes, "Oh, we better take this down," not recognizing that it has nothing to do with Japanese imperialism? Like, like it's really just anyone who's ever studied World War II could recognize the flag. I'll try to post it up because they I don't I, look yeah, anything. It doesn't. You got you've seen it, so like it doesn't it doesn't show anything. What's crazy is that I didn't. Yeah, I you know I mean shame on me. I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Like, I understood the atrocities that were committed by Japan. Mm. I didn't realize how sensitive the community was to it. Like, I, I actually just worked at a, uh, like, a K-pop, yeah. like, convention several months ago, right? Mm. And uh, one of one of my, the booth mates or people that were next to me, right, mm. the clothing company, and they had something that was depicting that it wasn't the Imperial Sun, but it had that same style with the mm. lines coming out of it, right? And they made him cover it, so he threw, like, a shirt over it. But you can still see the edges of it, mm-hmm. and they literally went. You have to black out the whole thing. We're not showing anything even remotely yeah. close to depicting well, I mean, that. It, like, it, it, yeah. it, it, you know, we often forget the amount of atrocities that occurred in World War II because we yeah. focus on the big one, the Holocaust, right? Yeah, yeah. And we forget in the or Pearl Harbor, the stuff yeah, that yeah. It impacts us directly. Naturally, oh, right? Pearl Harbor, but Japan did all sorts of horrible things beyond Pearl Harbor. Right. And the Imperial Japan, I mean, the attacks on China, the attacks on Korea, there's a mm-hmm. reason why there is. There's a very righteous reason to be upset and angry about those things because these are living hurts and yeah. harms and wounds that have never quite fully healed. And even though Japan is currently not the country that it was, you know, 60, 70 years ago, yeah, the new Shinzo Abe era is Sabe, amazing. Right. Despite all that, those historical wounds haven't quite healed yet. So I understand that. I understand. My worry, however, is that the people who are petitioning are doing so cynically. They're not not actually genuinely offended by something they're willing to have to kind of challenge. I mean, if they did, they would have reached out to the artist. If they they did, there would have been... I mean, they would have picked something that was genuinely offensive. To me, it sounds like, and I could be wrong, that the individuals involved might perhaps be using this as a cynical if they're also the same people who are behind protesting the the you know bridge housing bridge housing yeah, yeah. and and initiatives to help the homeless community then perhaps this is something that is done to burnish their reputation or maybe to burnish their wokeness i think that's what I, some people are really are yeah like kind of they're they're posting this idea because they are a lot of the same people are are the ones who are fighting against mm-hmm. the bridge home in k-town yeah right so they're just like well this this is an easy high-profile win for the coalition that will help them in terms of uh, like the kind of the public discourse, right? Mm. Gives them a little bit more ammunition on their way to doing to fighting the the bridge home right. thing in, in K Town, and that's. Is there any pushback against this group? Is there, there like an, an organized movement going? No, you're wrong. This is not. I haven't so far. I haven't been able to see anything. Uh, literally in the LA Times today, yeah. there was uh, you know an opinion piece that was brought forth mm-hmm. that was talking about this about how ridiculous the whole thing was. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's been like an actual like concentrated pushback against mm. it though all i really know is that the literally the school district caved mm. like they didn't even bother it's like, already down yeah well it's not down yet but, but they literally we're doing it like they've already they've already committed to taking Do you guys down expect the anything less from a school district though they only worry about stuff like this is like this gives ammo to the to the free speech warriors and the people who are already bitching about uh pc culture 
right? Like it, stuff like this is we go, oh, see, look how ridiculous it is. Oh, look how insane it is. Is not recognizing that this doesn't represent the actual call yeah. for. You know, I think the people that bring up free speech and shit don't know shit about free speech. Well, what they what they mean by free speech, and we've said this on this podcast yeah. before, is that they want to say offensive and horrible things without the accountability. Yeah, they want to be they don't want to be held accountable. There, these are people who have lived in very privileged experiences who are now being held accountable. They've always said horrible things. Yeah, now they're being held accountable, and that's what they're pushing back against. They're they're angry, right? That they can't say it. It's so expensive. You know, we saw this with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah, said I'm saying some homophobic shit in the past. He's now being called out. Him, rather than recognize that that oh he was wrong he goes oh people are now sensitive no people aren't sensitive he, he didn't necess- he didn't say that he said he's grown from it and that's not the person he is now no he's also he's made up he's made, he's turned this whole thing into he's posting up things about oh don't throw you know you know if people throw rocks at you build an empire with it like he's he's very much playing the victim here oh yeah the, oh the culture is, is oh, too sensitive he's even said it yeah. he literally said oh people are too damn sensitive they're looking for excuses to anger. that's not true the people that you've been the people that you've put down insulted denigrated etc for years have finally found their voice yeah that's your issue that's the issue. You could say racist shit ages ago. I mean, you were a teen, you were at the exact same time that this is going on, what fucking Team USA or Miss USA or whatever it is, Miss USA, uh-huh. one of the contestants was mocking the other contestants for being Asian. Oh, shit. For having an accent. Right? Yeah. I mean, we live, this is the reality of it. That shit was always happening. But now you have enough people have had some empowerment, a very small amount of empowerment to go, yeah, no, I'm not going to take that. And yeah. rather than recognize, oh, we've spent years denigrating these people. They're now telling us how hurtful all those years were. People go, society's gotten too sensitive. That's yeah. the issue with the whole free speech but debate. How messed up is that to be like, well, you know, you were stronger back then because you could take it. Like, nobody's, no. <laughs> nobody is, nobody's actually silencing these people. They can still say horrible, horrific things as yeah. they want. They're just going to get called out for saying horrible, horrific things. Yeah. There's this wonderful sense of having your cake and eating it too. I want to say racist things, but I don't want to be called racist. Tough luck, Buttercup. <laughs> you heard tough luck, Snowflake. Mm. You will say racist things. We're going to call you racist. That's just how. That's the, the way the dice rolls now. Wait. Don't like it? Tough luck. Uh, cookie crumbles, my dude. <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles. I, I'm just. I, it boggles my mind, right? But in these instances, I wonder if moments like this, these cynical ploys, end up becoming used. I mean, I I don't know what this op-ed by by la times is but i want to i'm going to go and read it and my worry is that it's an op-ed by one of those kind of free speech warriors it's like oh look how ridiculous pc culture is and and that, that's i mean there's there's things to be outraged about and then there's things that like but then again we're not korean americans no. right we don't we haven't been affected by japanese imperialism right, right? Yeah. so to us it's it's a non-issue Right, because no, I don't. No, 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 not not an issue. But the 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 issue of Japanese imperialism is an issue for all of us. I mean, this we're hundred percent recognize the sensitivities of Koreans who have dealt with this. No, 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 that's not what I meant. But the mural was not, and that that is what's a non-issue. We're unsure if it is the what they say it is is the question. Yeah, because we do live in an empirical society. This doesn't mean everything is up for interpretation. But the question is. If the author didn't intend it that way, the author isn't invoking it in any way, shape, or form. And mm-hmm. if it objectively does not mirror anything 
that looks like it, then you that I think we have a right to ask that question, right? Yeah. If I claim tomorrow that the blue of this marker uh -huh. represents Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, we must eliminate all blue markers. I have to genuinely be able to prove that this blue marker uh -huh. has some connection with the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, right? I'm sure right. you find a way, right? Like you've got to be able. There has to be some empirical understanding. Some logic that we can get to. It. No, right. not necessarily logic. Empirical, what I mean, because logic is is finicky. Yeah, right? yeah as much as as much as we'd like to fetishize, it's a totem, right? We like to pretend like logic is a prior. It's existed, but people found it logical for years to enslave people. People found it logical to be racist. People found it logical to do all mm. sorts of shit. I mean, it was logic that a woman was basically a deformed man. That's huh. what people believed as the logical thing to do, right? But they were illogical. My argument is that there needs to be some form of empirical consensus. Like, I want to hear why they think, not just the atrocious, I want to hear them why they think this represents Japanese imperialism. And then we'll go from there. That's okay. my opinion, but I'm not the school district, right? And they're, the school districts are going to cave in because they don't want bad publicity yeah. on their school districts. Oh, and also, I mean, it is. I mean, it's it's overlooking a school. I, I think it's also important that they ask the kids that are going to RFK. Yeah, what do they think? Know, what do they them? think about Like, if there's, if it's a, if it's K-Town and most of the kids there don't mind it and the people in the community don't mind it but there. But that's not, that's not necessarily, like, a thing you could ask of kids because when we were in high school and if you had asked us, hey, is this name Robert E. Lee High School offending you? Most of us would have probably said no. We didn't know any better. Right, mm. your kids. You don't know any better at that time, right? Like now, growing up and being older, I realized that having a, gone to a school named Robert E. Lee High School is an offensive school, name to have for a school. I also the time hope I that these are it. moments. These are that whatever happens with this, whatever side you kind of fall on, that the school takes this as an opportunity as a teachable moment. One of the things that I've been very frustrated about is that schools have essentially failed in addressing these things head on. They're so busy with their fucking test scores and their fucking star tests and, you know, that bullshit that they forgot their fundamental role in teaching. We've experienced this with, with anus, at least in a high school, right? That's a fucking moment of race, either racism or race, I don't know, but, you know, confusion, misunderstanding, whatever you want to call it. They had an opportunity to have a conversation about that. They didn't. They didn't. They fucking failed. Yeah. They allowed the parents to come in and start playing offense for their students. And then you had a bunch of these little fucking kids, these 16-year-olds who now have access to the internet that allows them to kind of publicly put this shit. It's not MySpace. It's fucking out on Twitter now. Getting in arguments with journalists. Like, oh, that's not true. Please send Tucker Carlson. I was like, oh, like, you really going to let your 16-year-old girl or your 16-year-old son do shit like this that's going to be on the internet for the rest of their lives or that an employer at 25 goes, oh yeah, this shit's racist. Like, there was all sorts of moments. like this. None of that would have happened if the school had gone, hold on. Let's have a moment to discuss this. And I don't know, Robert E. Lee High School, don't ask your fucking opinion. Get together and have a fucking conversation about it. Yeah. Explain why some people might find that name problematic. They won't do if schools don't do that, if they don't have conversations about like this mural, then they're failing in their very basic yeah. principles. Of but I mean, does any school really do that at all? No. At the end of the day, I mean, it's well, just... I mean, I do in my classrooms, and a lot of really good professors do it in their classrooms when horrible things happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean we had a, I'm, t I was a, I'm teaching 
ancient Jewish history, Muslim history and Christian history, the history of Jerusalem at a time when the largest anti-Semitic attack on America happened. Yeah. And I took the time, we took the time, we sat down and was like, let's have a conversation about what is anti-Semitism? Where does it come from? How is it tied to the history that we're talking about here? That's not to pat myself on the back. That's just to recognize that, that my subject matter yeah. is very much pertinent. And there are professors that do that. I don't know if there are schools that do that. Yeah, but you don't think that that lack of understanding when we were growing up in high school didn't lead to you pushing back and being like, I need to teach kids. Well, I think this part of like, this came from, from the the need to become kind of a cultural ambassador that happened post-9-11, right? Yeah. Like explaining. Suddenly the parts of myself that were I took for granted were being questioned. So I think that plays a role in it. But I don't. I wouldn't say in any way, shape, or form that, that high school prepared me for these conversations. Certainly. As great yeah. as a high school as it was, and as great as my teachers were, don't get me wrong, I had some fantastic teachers, Miss Croy, brilliant teacher, like yeah. amazing, amazing teachers. But at the end of the day, none of that prepared me to question the world around me, to address these things. I mean, I don't remember a single time in high school that we had a conversation about race, like a genuine, real conversation about race. Uh, we all kind of learned U.S. history, right? Mm-hmm. We all did it. What was a sophomore year, U.S. history? Yes. No, no, it's junior year is U.S. history. One of the years we did U.S. history, and you do a year of it, and in that year you talk about slavery, and you talk about racism, and you talk about segregation. They're like each little chapter's on their own. But did we ever have like a viable, real conversation about racism in America? Not really. I think most of those classes tend to be more kind of regurgitation of facts more so than processing. Then there was... You know, there was FDR, then there was Truman, and then the Truman did this. And yeah. So it says, but no real actual conversations about race. How does that equip, not everyone goes to college, how does that equip the average person in it? We're not in a poor neighborhood. We grew up in a relatively affluent area of Orange County. Mm-hmm. With all the, I mean, in comparison to your high school, even more so, right? Yeah, for sure. So we had all the resources to have these conversations. We could have brought in an expert. We could have paid to watch a movie. We could have done any conversation to have, but we didn't do it. I mean, the last real race-esque conversation that I can remember was in middle school where we watched that Whoopi Goldberg movie where she brings like a gift. It's not Roots. Color Purple. It's not the color purple. It's the one where she gives like a gift to her kids and her kids. Is it Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, it is Whoopi. You were talking about Oprah. It was color purple. Was it? Oh, I thought Whoopi Goldberg fucking was in that sh- mess, messing up left and right. Where, and then the kids uh, travel back in time to, oh, geez, what was that? to uh, uh, the civil rights era. And they like relive yeah. the civil rights era. Like actually fit. And I remember that was the only time we ever actually... And it was in a movie form that we did this. But it was yeah. middle school. I forgot the name of that movie. We're gonna, I'm going to Google it the next yeah. time we take a... Did you, did you watch Mississippi Burning in one of your classes? I didn't no. watch Mississippi I think you watched Burning. Mississippi Burning. Whoopi Goldberg was in the color purple. You okay. a bitch. Oprah was the producer of some shit, right? Yeah, she was in it too. She was in it too. Yeah, okay. But what movie was Whoopi Goldberg in that was related to segregation? Look that up real quick. Yeah, well, it was, there was always that thing where, number one, it's really funny because I did realized watch Roots that. Too. Yeah, we did watch Roots. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, but again, so, never a conversation about Roots. I was like, why? Well, yeah, LeVar Bird, he's not telling me about books. Yeah. He's being whipped. It's weird. Um, I remember actually our, our history teacher in middle school, she loved Robert E. Lee. Like, she was from the South. Holy shit. She lo- like she was like he's one of my heroes. You know, it's all like, yeah, he fought for the South, but he didn't believe he she literally like regurgitated the rhetoric. Yeah, I mean, we have literal evidence that he was an asshole. But yeah. he, he like he was v- v- horrible towards his slaves. Yeah. But he kind of went this whole thing was like, you know, he really didn't believe it, but he was fighting for the South and he believed it. he was fighting for his family. Like she was like 
hardcore like Johnny Reb type like fucking that Robert argument. E. Lee, I never like, understood that argument. Yeah. Right? There's plenty of 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 Nazis that didn't believe in the eradication of all the Jews, yeah. but they were fighting for fatherland. They were yeah. fighting for patriotism for yeah. their family. But they were still part of a regime that slaughtered yeah. millions upon millions of Jews, That's gypsies, all, like, you know, it's yeah. Romani people. All like, like I don't care that he was a family man. Yeah. He was on the cause of slavery. That's all yeah. that matters. That's what I think is funny too. We're like, you I know, don't get that. Yeah, you can be the nice guy in the world. You can feed children that yeah. are homeless, right? <laughs> but if you pull that switch to release that gas, yeah, you're you're, you're, you're just as you're, you're, you're this just is, as big of a shit. This is like, the problem. This is why I tell people yeah. this, right? Like, we, I end my classes always to tell people. Hopefully, by the end of this class, you've realize there are no heroes and there are no true villains with some certain exceptions right of course yeah, but yeah. in general that we historians true villain yeah true villain yeah. and that beard even more so yeah <laughs> but as a whole we historians don't like there's a joke amongst historians that any historian that does biography you end up because you really admire that person by the time you up, hate, yeah, hate yeah, them yeah. you fucking never want to hear about you yeah. know gandhi again right yeah, I know, yeah and that's the reality is that historians deal with gray right we recognize that there are no heroes that all those yeah. heroes have a fucked up shit you knew that like for example, the founding fathers aren't, they don't have a hagiography amongst American historians. It's only the public that does that. Yeah. And the problem is that when, we, when there's that distance between what's actually being done in the academy and what's actually being done in the public, that's where you end up with these people who believe in the Southern God, the lost yeah. cause, people who believe the South didn't fight for slavery, people yeah. who believe that, oh, it's okay to have Robert E. Lee and then named after, you know, a high school named after him. That's, that gap is where the fucked yeah. up shit happened. Well, that's, that's where the racism sprouts. Yeah. It's that gap. So yeah. we, I was actually looking at Bo's Facebook because he yeah. brought it up to his thing and there were people on there that were arguing like they were talking about and this, mind you, this is a flimsy argument yeah. but like this is, you know, they're talking about the taking down of Confederate statues as being, you know, be like, well, they started with this shit now they're no, doing this. Now they're going for this, right? Not it was the even dumbest remotely. Yeah. But this is what, that was my worry. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like that people were going to use this as an excuse, but here, that's not remotely true. First is because the Confederate statues were not put up after the Civil War. They yeah. were put up decades and decades later by people who were trying to rewrite history and create that myth of the lost cause. These were people who were outright openly. I mean, we did. I did a whole fucking episode on head on history about yeah. the Charlottesville statue was literally a statue that was built during the time of ra the Racial Integrity Act. The Racial yeah. Integrity Act being the way in which America codified white and quote unquote colored. Mm. I mean, literally, right? I mean, that's what the time period is. Or, or right now, the guy, uh, the the North Carolina controversy over Silent Sam. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The University of North Carolina has, has this argument over the Silent Sam, who was torn down by students. They just approved b millions of dollars to re-put it back up and now put it with, with security. I mean, those are that's millions of dollars that could go to hiring other professors, scholarships. Pay, literally, that yeah. someone had calculated that it would pay like the entire tuition of graduate students of like a three hundred graduate students yeah. for the next five years or so. Like, that ridiculous type of amount. But literally, Silent Sam. At the dedication of Silent Sam, they, they the guy said, "I have just come from whipping a young Negro girl." In his speech, he says this. So, so there is no there's no ambiguity about what these statues mean. And more importantly, these stat no one is saying take down the statue and remove this history. People are saying let's not put up statues that glorify hate and violence. Nope. There's a vast difference between that and a mural. This is the this is the argument over the Confederate statues is one of the 
This is one of the examples of the way that the right work. They're so good at branding. Which They're so good at dominating that conversation that people are literally talking about, oh, the taking down of statues. No one's taking the statues down. Yeah. People are saying, put that shit in a museum, put them away, don't celebrate the people who literally ha had slaves and whipped them and killed them and went to war over them. Yeah, the movie you were talking about, Whoopi Goldberg, was called Our Friend Martin. Our Friend Martin, is that what it was, it was called? It was an animated, she was the teacher. No, 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 it's not animated. It was animated. No, no, and no. And it wasn't no. Whoopi Goldberg. Because no, it was Whoopi Goldberg. They went back in time in the civil rights era, it was two guys. Was it animated? One, yeah, one was white, one was black. I watched the movie in high school, too. I don't remember it being or animated. middle school. Yeah, it was animated, bro. But I do remember time travel. Yeah, of time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Your time travel comment got me to thinking... About what? About my theories. About? I have theories. Yes. No one wants to hear them. Yeah. Listen, motherfuckers. I, spoiler alert, what? from this moment on, what? I'm going to spoil Avengers Endgame for everyone. You're an idiot. I am going to spoil Only it. Only you would try to connect. We'll be talking about race, racism. Well, time travel. PC culture. Shut up. Listen, I have a theory. All right? Yeah. And this is a spoiler alert, so when Avengers Endgame comes out and this happens, yeah. don't yell at me and yeah. be like, Diz told us, because I don't have any. That's not a spoiler, mm -hmm. that's a prediction. It's a spoiler because it's going to happen, all right? Yeah. Here's what's going to happen. Y'all saw the Avengers Endgame trailer? You, I'm sure you have because I sent it to y'all, right? Mm. Y'all done yeah, sent yeah, it? because we needed you to... to well, I done sent it to y'all. find the Avengers Endgame trailer. But I sent it to y'all, so y'all got it from me, all right? Mm -hmm. I was your source. Now... In that trailer, Ant-Man comes back in the end of it. Right? That's also a spoiler. In the end of the trailer, Ant-Man comes back, just in case you didn't watch the trailer. But, wow. hey, Jesus Christ. you never know, man. Some people might be living under a rock and have not seen the trailer. I believe yep. that in the end game, Ant-Man went into the quantum verse and got some time travel molecules. And that's going to be the key to defeating Thanos. No, I don't... Well. It's the key to defeating Thanos. You think that they're actually going to time travel and undo everything that Thanos did? They're going to time travel, not undo everything, but maybe undo the Soul Stone thing, right? Because Gamora has to come back. They've already like announced Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and they fucking film it without her. Yeah. That's, why? I don't know if you know this or not, but Guardians of the Galaxy is a team. It's racism. There's more than one person Kill off the there. one black character. She's green. But she's played by a black woman. Mm. So it's a racism. They can't do it. They have to bring Gamora I mean, they back. They still have a tree, a raccoon, and a Filipino guy. Half Filipino guy. Well, yeah. The tree is played by you a white man. You've walked yourself into a trap you can't walk yourself out tree of. Tree is played by a white man. Raccoon played by is a white man. Is Vin white? Is he? I don't know. He's Italian. I thought he was. Is he? Yeah. He's Italian. It's not his real name. He's got some Italian yeah, I mean, name. Yeah. No, no one's going to name their kid Vin Diesel. His name is Vincenzo. Whatever. But... That's something like that. I, I mean, I'm not sure about the time travel, but first of all, before we go into time travel and your stupid theory. It's, it's a fact. Which is already done. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Just point out that was not yeah. a good theory. How's that a good theory? You literally you know, I, did it in a yeah. minute. I'm under really me. excited for when you eventually present a dissertation. You're, you're, gonna be a, you're, you're a phenomenal <laughs> writer. Um, I just want to point out that the trailer shows Thanos just chilling in a field. It's yeah, a, yeah. the most Ali thing I've ever seen. I, have, I, never, I wasn't a big fan of Thanos originally. Mm -hmm. I, th I thought he was kind of dumb. Um, also because like the idea of like he has all that power in the world. He's like, ah, oh, the only one way to deal with overpopulation. We're going to kill half of the people. He could have literally used the time or the realities or any of that stuff. Like, we're going to 
quadruple the resources of this universe or make the resources never-ending. Infinite. Could, it literally could have done any of those, right? <laughs> Not a particularly clever solution. We'll just point that out. Yeah. But I've never felt more... Like, I, I hated Thanos at first, but once I saw this trailer and I saw him just, like, he's just in the field relaxing, I've never felt more connection. He had, like, a Thanos scarecrow he made. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have never felt more connection to Thanos than in that moment, because that's me. That's me. That I is go, true, yeah, uh, after I, killing human beings. I would never stuff. kill human beings. Uh, I was just pointing out that that is something I totally do. Like, you know what? There's too many people. We're going to have to deal with some massive catastrophe. And then after we're done with the catastrophe, I'm just going to chill by myself in a field and relax and enjoy the sunset for the rest of my life. I've, I've always, my favorite emperor of Rome was Diocletian. Diocletian solved all the Rome's problems, hmm. fixed the Roman Empire, reintroduced new taxes, expanded the empire, restored the imperial power, retired. Are you saying Thanos did the right thing and then retired? I'm not saying he did the right thing, but I'm saying... Something that you would do? In all honesty, Thanos was the most effective person we've seen so far. You know what I don't understand about Thanos' snapping his fingers and then half the population dies, right? What if he was part of that half? How how did he know? It's not. It's obviously not. Kill everyone and the person who holds the stone. Why not? Who gets to decide that? The, the fact that he has the stone. He has the stone. He controls the stone. I thought it was at random. Yeah, it is at random, but like he's not part of the equation. How come? How come he's not part of the equation? Because he has the stones. I mean, this a, is this is a pretty standard. Yeah. Like he didn't go buy. He didn't go and look up, uh, you know, a, a grenade that he was going to hold in his hand. This wasn't Russian roulette. I mean, he's not part of the equation. Yeah, he's not two faced either. Yeah, if he really he's, wanted he's, to be random, no, he's not. Himself. He's a hypocrite. Yeah, really. yeah, a little son of a bitch. But, I don't think you're right. I don't think time travel Why is can't a I be right? Why not? I think that, yeah, I think they are going to fix what Thanos did. With time travel. I'm not sure they're going to undo it. I mean, maybe they will. That's kind of a cop-out. I think the answer is that they're not all dead. Hmm. I think hmm. we got hints yeah. of this. We saw, she's, I mean, we see little Gamora at the end. We see, we've seen him visit the soul realm. It's possible that he, this, they're all in the soul gem. That's why, well, there's a theory, there's another theory where they talk about where it's um, Ant-Man is in the quantum realm, right? Mm-hmm. And these other people feasibly didn't die, but they're in another realm. And sometimes Now, Ant-Man is going to be kind of the relay between the two realms in order to figure out how to get everything back together again. Ah, he's right? this little so that, messenger boy. But what that does is it makes it so the characters that he did kill without the stone are actually dead. Loki well, being one of them. Is Gamora dead then? Yeah. No, he I mean, just... Technically, right? He threw her in the thing. To, he threw her in to get the soul stone, so maybe her soul is in the stone. Yeah, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, it very well could... That so the only could person they killed is Loki. Those fucking cop... You know, well, Loki's not going to die. Why not? It's Loki. Because he's, yeah, he's white. Loki. Gamora could die, but Loki can't. Yeah, I think the only person that's actually dead is, is Heimdall. <laughs> I think yeah, Heimdall is dead. I think Idris Elba's Heimdall. He's dead. Yeah. He did. Yeah, it's right. He's all like, he killed him. And now we're trying to get him to be I the think next Gamora 007. might possibly... Y'all motherfuckers said the two black people is dead. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> I didn't write the story. I think Gamora might possibly be dead because she didn't die from the Soul Stone. Maybe yeah. she's in the Soul Stone also. But she got thrown off a cliff. Uh, That's mm-hmm. a different type of dead. Mm-hmm. Right? But who knows? Maybe it was part of the ritual. We see her soul at the end. So it's possible she could come back. Hey, did y'all notice something in that trailer? What? They showed Shuri is missing. Yeah, I didn't Shuri. know that Shuri was. I didn't actually yeah, know. I didn't recognize. Which is a smart thing to do because you know she's like, 
supposed to be smarter than like Tony Stark and shit. Yeah. And if you let someone with that kind of brain still be living or not a whatever snap finger dissolving, yeah. then she would have probably found a way to fix everything. Yeah. So it's a smart move. It's a it's it's a way to to clear up some plot holes. But even then, you're like, I mean, Stark got left alive. Yeah, but he's in a different planet. He's on Titan. He's got to fly back. Yeah, I, 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 how hilarious would it be if they killed off Tony Stark because he, he just got, he just just ran out of oxygen. The whole movie, he's just sitting there like saying this thing into his mask, and he's just dead. He just (laughs) dies. Uh, like the most ignominious. I mean, that's that's the most realistic reality. I mean, to be honest, I wonder if Pepper's still alive. Yeah, that's a good question. That's one I hoped. <laughs> you, don't, you're not, you don't dislike Pepper. I dislike Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. You have this really weird, unreasonable hatred, irrational hatred of Gwyneth Paltrow. She pisses me off. Oh, She's told people not to vaccinate her ch- their children. Yeah. Uh, I will say that her conscious uncoupling was a was a moment where I even I went, fuck yeah. you. So yeah. we're like, were you, like you really into that movie 7? Yeah, we've talked about this. So that was my favorite scene in movie history. <laughs> I, I, obviously, I think at this point in time, it's become clear that while Marvel does deal with death, they don't. They're still a Disney movie. Yeah, okay. uh, there's also there's a great meme going around where it'd be like, you know, Doctor Strange went through billions of possibilities to yeah. find out the name of the next movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 the end game now. Yeah, yeah. It's like literally, it's, a, it's, like, it's also very possible too that. That, as much as, um, I mean, as much as we we've claimed that this is a Disney, right? Oh, you know, Disney's not gonna kill. Them. It's also a Marvel thing, right? Yeah, yeah. The comic books, people die and come back all the time. I mean, quite famously, Xavier died like what a hundred times before he he's finally died. Gets, so many times, he's gone now. He's for sure. officially gone yeah, now. But yeah, yeah, it took but, him a long time. But that's the reality of it. So it's very. So as much as we tease about Disney, it's the fact is it's a comic book movie. These and the comic book movies, the 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 stakes are never that high. The world can go. Hmm. But the, heroes. the main heroes will survive somehow. They, they may die and come back. They may be resurrected. Yeah. They may undo death. They may time travel. They might be in an alternate dimension. There's all sorts of things that will happen. I have a theory. But it, I, I think it, it... I'm going across universe here, all right? Don't do it. I have a theory. Don't do it. Don't cross the streams. All right, listen. We just saw the uh, dead fantastic beast crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. All right. Who made an appearance in that movie? Grindelwald? No. Sir Ian McGonagall? Fleming. Flamel? Flamel. Nicholas Flamel. Nicholas Flamel. Who's Ian Fleming? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Ian Fleming? That's why I looked at him blankly. Because I'm like, Who's, Who's Ian Fleming? <laughs> He's a real person. Wait a minute. Didn't you read the Harry Potter books? Shut up. I'm tired. <laughs> One. I Okay. I haven't read any of them. Barely watched the damn I movies. just want to point out that you didn't get any of that name right. <laughs> that's, like, that's like saying, oh, who's that? This is a friend of yours. Bernard Nixon. <laughs> you mean V-Tran. <laughs> you got one letter right. I got yeah, Flamel, you, you, Fleming. No, you literally got it. You completely. got it completely. Ian. Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming. <laughs> the famous alchemist, Ian Fleming. Yeah. Well, Nicholas Flamel. Flamel, very good. Who's in there and he made the resurrection stone. No, there's no resurrection. There's a some resurrection stone that they're going to get from Flamel in this no, one. No, no, no. It's a cross-promotional. See, uh, we, were, we were asking for real theories. Now you're just being a dumbass. Why? But in the comic books, they've dealt with this problem. In the comic books, it was not actually any of the people we've talked about that saves the universe. Hmm. 
It was it's, Nebula. It's Nebula. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ian Fleming is the guy who created James Bond. That's why I knew the name. <laughs> Fucking idiot. He's British. <laughs> it's not even remotely it counts. You know, Nicholas Flamel yeah. is British. There's no way that you knew Ian <laughs> Fleming was the guy that created 007. I didn't. You I looked, looked that up. shit up on Google. Yo, yeah, but that's, I, that's I where knew. I got the name from. But, uh, my question here for, for Endgame is, I wonder if Nebula will play a big role in this. Because she was in the, yeah. the... She was in this, and she gets, loses her shit. Shit. Yeah, they re- they, I mean, they set her up in Infinity War to be a big player in the next yeah, one, Yeah, right? and her, her relationship with her sister was also a big play here, right? Yeah, they so things repairing. are beginning to build back together again. Yeah. Although it's interesting because in Marvel, I, I noticed this when I was reading more superhero titles, especially the big crossovers, they can't, they have a weird hard-on for Wolverine, right? So, like, yeah. Wolverine was kind of the centerpiece for a lot of big yeah. Marvel crossover stories. So when House of N happened... Wolverine was the yeah. one who kind of was the one who didn't. The House of M, House of M, the universe changed to the Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. Wolverine is the only one who kind of remembers what's going on because of his healing ability or something, right? His mind didn't quite go the same way. So, like, he was kind of the one that kind of went to kind of help to kind of create the solutions to the House of M. Yeah. You know, he's also kind of a solution creator for a lot of other kind of crossover things even like the schism and all that other stuff yeah. it's it's just surprising because he's not in these movies so they have yeah, to find so they're another way fun, to like, yeah it's a good point yeah like Marvel does have a weird obsession with, with Wolverine he's a because dope he, ass they don't character. have access to him because of Fox yeah they gotta fill in that gap yeah to a certain degree so and to point I feel like the, for them kind of the the that's yeah, interesting the problem solver or kind of the catalyst tends to be Tony Stark right yeah in the, in the MCU he's been the one who's either pushes the story forward or fucks things up mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and then so I don't think I, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. has too much time left in the MCU no. I think well this is the yeah. end him and Captain America are leaving right yeah and the new generations are coming on so we're gonna envision a Marvel Cinematic Universe without those two. Yeah, no. which is fine in my opinion because I'm okay with that. Although it's funny because Hugh Jackman's talking about he wants he'll do another Wolverine if he gets to be in the MCU. Yeah, because right? he, like, he was done. He said. Yeah, after Logan, because Logan's the perfect send off. Yeah, it was right. It was a great send off. But he's like, if I can, if I can do, if I'll, I'll do Wolverine again if it means I get to be part of that yeah. universe. Also, the right? send off of the great Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, more. Yeah. I care more about Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Sir Patrick. Yeah, he lost his mind in that. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was kind of nice because it was the first time. The only reason I like that movie is the first time you've actually seen how dangerous Xavier yeah. can yeah. truly and how much control he has over himself. Yeah. Right, but I think that's also a really cool thing. Was I mean, you see it in the show now, yeah. but I love the idea of you almost kind of seeing how messed up Legion is. As yeah. Xavier's son, it's like you know because it's yeah. like how much power he has and the yeah. fact that he's schizophrenic has multiple personalities mm-hmm. like. There's so much. The only show that, that I've always yeah. argued trip does a here. good job de- demonstrating the u- versatility, utility, and the lethality of uh, mind control or telepathy or, um, is gifted. Yeah. The gifted is the only one where we get to see the Frost sisters do such an amazing. I mean, they did such a good job with those three as because tele- every other depiction has been horrible. Mm-hmm. Even the ones where Xavier is actively involved, like uh, Back uh, Back to the Future. What? <laughs> Days of Future Past. <laughs> I call it Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Be- between Back to the Future and... Um, uh, first Class? It, not First Class. Was it Apocalypse? First class? Was it First Class? First Class came first. Oh, yeah. Between First Class, Back to the Future, Ivan Ooze Returns, mm-hmm. all those, Xavier is not a particularly 
active. It's, he's active, but he still doesn't demonstrate the full range of what a telepath can truly yeah. do. And I think Gifted does a good job of that. I will say, though, also, I mean, he's not, not technically a telepath, right? They, they reveal that. Who's but, not a telepath? Um, I'll tell you. So David Tennant's Purple Man, right? Oh yeah, like, he's not oh, a yeah. telepath. He's not yeah. a telepath, right? But I think he demonstrates a lot of mind the power control, yeah. that a mind, that someone who has that ability. Well, they, they've, they've, the always, kind of they've always played do, right? around like, with his character. They've tried to explain it. First, it was a suggestion, so it's a form yeah. of mental hypnosis. Then it was, oh well, he's a mind control. Then and now they argue that it's actually hor- it's some type of pheromone yeah, control. Yeah. He releases literal. He almost possesses you chemically, which would make sense if any. Yes, they did mind, scientific mind control would work. The closest we've come to it is LSD trials. Yeah, mm. right. So MK Ultra, I, MK and Ultra, he, and, stuff, and even yeah. then, like I always felt like this is another level. That of, would like, be the closest yeah. we. Uh, so he's technically and, yeah. the most realistic telepath. Yeah, without being a telepath. In Purple Man's case, I just feel like it's beat that pheromone thing and that control through that. Yeah. Almost is like a. It, it almost is its own weird way. Its way of kind of representing like roofing someone yeah. at a club. Also, right? like, it is symbolic, yeah, yeah. very much about that. But it's also symbolic of of the way cult brainwashing works in some regards. Right? Cult brainwashing is always a mix of chemically induced, right? There's usually heavy drinking, drugs, yeah. or uh, uh, or low protein, low diet protein too. diets, <laughs> or all sorts of things, right? Along with deep psychological control, this is why sex uh, cults, or I mean, cults always tell you not to have sex, ah. right, yeah. or to control, yeah. not not to Except master the leader. Things, you know? yeah, only the well, leader fucks. Right, only the leader fucks. Right, there's yeah. a whole no nut November thing. Right, ah. it's all very cultish. Mm. Right? Catholic Church. This and all guys get really into it. Right, it's a it started as a meme. I ain't about that it's life. It's a meme. It's like, oh, no, no, not November. <laughs> oh, he's struggling with no, no, November. Right? It's like YouTube comments about every kind of innocuous like music. Oh, look, no, no, November. Right? He didn't make it. Pray for our soul of fallen soul comrade. Right? Like, it looks like but then you see that there are genuine people who get like, it's really fucking serious about it. Like, that was the other day on Relationship Reddit or whatever it is, right? You know, the yeah. ones that complain about the relationship? Oh, yeah. I always see it on Twitter. There's a guy, she's this girl, who's like, I've been dating this guy for a little while. He's really serious about No Note November. He won't let me lay down next to him. <laughs> <laughs> he says that, that I've already ruined his one wet dream. <laughs> oh. so, so, like, I like this guy. What do I do? <laughs> like, Ghani, run, right? Yeah. But that's an example of, of, of the kind of weird cultish components that happens and I think uh, Purple Man really represents it's kind of a mix of all that there's an element of sex involved and sexual exploitation there's an element of chemical involved there's an element of mental control all of that kind of plays really well but he's he's fantastically played not always well done the mental characters are not always uh, always it's a shame that Netflix completely called all those I mean other than Iron Fist I'm happy about that fuck Netflix I don't know what the fuck they're doing Netflix didn't cancel it it's fucking Disney streaming streaming. Marvel's doing their own thing as much as I want to say fuck Netflix this is true they're getting rid of everything in order to create their own streaming service but they're all doing that shit right DC's doing that too they're bringing back that show you like Young Justice Justice, they're bringing that back on the there's so many fucking DC's that's where Titan Titans is right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Titans the show. Titans is on, is I wouldn't know because I don't watch any of the streaming services. Look, There's man. only one streaming service I use. Porn. Oh, I don't have any YouTube. Nope. Yeah. You, you, uh, YouTube. Yeah. Well, actually, there's two. YouTube and and Putlocker. Oh. Yeah, but that's not a, like an actual. That's stream. not serious. That's that you, that's you stealing. Yeah, that's yeah. stealing yeah. service. And then you're I cannot confirm. Pond, so I can't confirm YouTube. or deny. Who? 
Huh? Lele Pons. I don't even know what the fuck you just said to me. I knew. Lele. I almost got offended because I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> so I'm like, you just insulted me. She's pretty hot, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways. Um, Controversial. I cannot confirm or deny, just to clarify, in case the FBI is listening, that I use Put Locker. Right? Or Lele Pons. I don't know about that. But uh, YouTube, the only thing I watch on YouTube is uh, cat videos and funny shit. Look, man. That crack me up, and then somehow white supremacists show up on my recommended. They I show just, up on mine all the time. Isn't too. that interesting? That whatever mm. algorithm they have, mine of all the I algorithms, YouTube shit. is the worst. YouTube is by far the worst. Like Google. Like, yeah, fuck Google. There's a, there's a man behind it. That's what the congressman told me. You know, there's a, <laughs> funny enough, Russia just got caught with this robot thing. Have you heard about this? No. So you said a man behind it. This is a, in a kind of weird nerd news today before we go on on streaming services. Uh-huh. So there's a robot competition, and, and Russia unveiled its most advanced robot that could like talk and kind of dance a little bit. Uh-huh. It doesn't look human at all. It looks like yeah. a robot, right? Yeah. And it turns out, and like one of the snapshots that people took, that there's like a gap in the robot's neck. You could see there's, there's a, a guy in there. There's a person yeah, inside of it. Of there was. <laughs> Russia totally faked it. There was, no, there was no robot. It was a guy in a fucking suit <laughs> pretending to be a robot. <laughs> It's one of those weird moments. Go look this up, this Russia thing. It's one of those things where you go, what the fuck is going on? Dude, that's... Oh, my God. You know what? That's I, Fake it till you make it, man. They've yeah. been doing that. They've been pulling that they've for years. They've been pulling that shit now. for years. Yeah, Russia, you know, Russia's the king it. of faking it until they're making it. But, yeah, the streaming services, they, I warned people about this. No one listened to me. You were just upset because Netflix split. I was angry that Netflix was headed towards streaming. And I wasn't on board with the streaming thing. Now... I've, I've jokingly referred to it as my miscalculation by saying, oh, I didn't think streaming was taking off. But that's not true. That's a joke. In reality, I warn people, like, this shit is going to be more prevalent than you could imagine. We're going to have streaming everything someday, and I don't think that's a good thing. And I was right. We now have more fucking streaming. I mean, there's Amazon TV. There's Apple TV. There's YouTube. Not not to mention all the porn sites you go to. Uh-huh. Then there's uh, there's now DC's got its own. Marvel's got its own. Did like oh now not just Netflix and Hulu, but now each one of these fucking separate companies. Like why should we go through these other platforms? We're gonna own it all. Yeah. We're gonna own the distribution. We're not, it's like it's basically Disney deciding that we're not gonna pay for Edwards. We're gonna have our own theater. Yeah, I mean that's they're big enough too, and they that, that's the they problem, right? Off. It's like, and then imagine the thing is though, it's like the uh, the whole idea of streaming was real novel at one point, right? It was kind of cool because like I'm pushing back against the kind of this yeah. these cable companies. Yeah. But then when the cable companies go along and be like, you know what? We're big enough to be able to make yeah. money off this. We'll just we're just gonna Here's push you thing, back into this. Like, the thing about yeah. streaming was that it was all in one place. Yeah. Right? That was the it was accessibility. Mm-hmm. Everything you ever wanted in one place. That's what Netflix was all about, right? Yeah. You didn't have to go to the you know, Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, which did might not have the movie or whatnot. It all was there. What's the point? If all these different streaming services emerge, we've just returned to the channel. I gotta pay for all this shit. Platform. We've gone back yeah. to the channel system. It's just, more expensive. Just not on your TV. I mean, maybe on your TV, yeah. but now on your computer. It's the same shit. It's just binge watching. I gotta go to the Marvel channel. I've gotta go to the Hulu channel. There it is. It's because it's our fucking attentions. We can't fucking wait for episodes to come out every week, so we have to just watch it all in one sitting. Yeah, I think it plays. I don't know if it's. If it, we all get high it's now. just our attention. Smoke some I think attention plays TV. a role in this. I think binge-watching in of itself is a unique, cultural, technologically-induced experience. Yeah. Right? I think that it is, and I say technologically-induced because there are consequences to these things. Mm-hmm. 
right? There are, I mean, we've talked, I've talked about this over and over again. And we're going to do a whole episode on another one where we talk about how minor technological changes will change whole cultural values and systems. So, yeah, I think in some regards our attention spans are shorter, but I also think that it was they're shorter because they're technologically induced to be shorter. Yeah. We didn't just, generations didn't just become more short attention span randomly. It's a result of a constant feed, of an internet feed, a Twitter feed, a Facebook feed, of Netflix. All of that made our attention spans shorter, or at least mm-hmm. contributed to it in some way, shape, or form. And the legalization so, of marijuana. Yeah. So, in some regards, yeah, it, our attention spans are shorter. But it's not just because our attention spans. It's because corporations are fucking greedy mm-hmm. marvel goes why should i pay netflix i'm just gonna have my own thing so now i gotta pay for marvel and i gotta pay for netflix and i gotta play for disney and i gotta play for hulu and i gotta DCU. pay for all these fucking things because I'm, i want to yeah. watch a bunch of different things what's even more annoying is that hulu still plays ads unless you pay for that no ad thing right yeah mm-hmm. which i do for yeah which diz does because i'm a rich motherfucker no, I'm not. You're you? rich. Why don't you pay for all these streaming sites? Why do you steal things if you're rich? Because I hate these streams. I hate these corporations. <laughs> I declared war on Netflix 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago. Yeah, yeah. I declared war on them, and I'm not going back on my word. You rich son of a bitch. Us poor what people. What does him being rich have anything yeah. to do with his war on he's, he's, You should have called me a principled son of a bitch. I would have taken that. He's mm. stealing... From the company, there's no evidence of me stealing anything. That my money and your money is going into. Okay, thanks, Napster. Mostly my <laughs> money. <laughs> I'm I because you use all my shit. Look, I don't watch TV shows. I use like Hulu, you, but also like and WWE Network. No, I start. I, I boycotted WWE. Oh no, but I also like it. I don't I don't watch TV like you guys do. I don't have like a series that I regularly watch. I don't actually regularly watch. I only, I did that Game of Thrones binge just to get caught up because winter came. But nothing else. Yeah. I'm not a big. I'm not a big. Though I will say, Titans the show, not so bad. And I'm very much looking for the DC's release of the Young Justice again. I just don't know if I'm going to watch it. I'm probably watch you'll YouTube find another way to watch it. Though, Who was like, your favorite character in Young Justice? I'm. I didn't have a favorite character. I just thought it was one of the best young adult cartoons. Character driven, really well done. You also got a chance to see them grow up. So like, uh, Barry Allen was in it, but so was Wally West. And Kid Flash. So was, yeah, there's Kid Flash, and there's a bunch of them flashes. Then there was uh, Aqualad. Aqualad. One of the flashes dies. I which one died? I don't know. I didn't watch that. A spoiler effect from hours ago that we said. But then one of them dies. There's, I think. What are the flashes? There's Barry Allen. Wally West. Wally West. And that's all I know, man. And there's one other one. Tipper Gore. There's one younger one. There's one, <laughs> there's one young one that comes in the show. There's three. There's Wally West. Uh, there's an older guy. I forgot who that was. Uh, Richard Spencer. Wally West Richard. is the... the uh, Barry Allen is the older guy. Uh-huh. Wally West is the teenager. Uh-huh. And then there's a young guy who is comes from the future... And he's like Barry Allen's son or some shit, or Wally West's son or some shit like that. Uh, so he's like from the future self. Wally West ends up dying. He does the whole, because he's not as fast as Barry Allen. Uh, and they do the whole running at the reverse speed flash. force mm-hmm. in order to stop something, but the ends up he ends up disintegrating and disappearing. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Really? Yeah. So they, he dies. It's all. It was one. It's a, one of the cartoons genuinely like reminded me of the '90s. Like it was dug down deep. It was goofy sometimes. It was serious other times. Really well done. Didn't unfortunately get the ratings that it did, or at least the ratings that the uh, networks hoped for, and they ended up canceling it because they their demographic was actually quite it was female mm-hmm. female nerds in particular or at least this was the rumor yeah there's no this is anecdotal they, they no don't buy shit. but the argument was that the corporations are like oh they're not gonna buy it. female nerds don't buy shit which 
anybody who's ever been to a convention knows that's not true. It's like a, one of the dumbest things anyone could say. So they ended up canceling it. And for years, people have been hollering to return it back. And they finally did. They released their trailer uh, last month. and they're, They released it at Comic-Con. They released it at Comic-Con, but more widely available. And then uh, they are releasing, I think, jo- June or July of 2019. And they even, the, the trailer's like, back by, you demanded it. And here it is. This is a very like Jesse there's, McCartney. There's a very like yeah. you. You we better expect you to sign up for our services because you demanded for us to it's a bullshit. fucking bullshit this thing. The the thing is, this is now a more adult uh, Young Justice. A lot of the characters have grown up. Yeah, Young uh, Lad. Aqualad has a beard. Uh, Aqualad has a beard. Robin is now Nightwing. Nightwing though Robin was Nightwing towards the end a little bit. Uh, now. Uh, uh, Tim Drake is also in this, so there's gonna be a lot. And there's some new characters as well that we're, we're seeing. Jason Todd in it. Yeah, we're gonna see. It's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it. it. I think it is one of the better cartoons, particularly now that Teen Titans Go is a thing. So there are rumors that Teen Titans also coming back. By the way, going back to its original, that left a real opening mm. for Young Justice because Young Justice actually draws from the Teen Titans comic book arc. It's not the same characters. There's no Raven. There's no Starfire. Starfire. Mm. Uh, but it Beast is Boy. the same. Beast Boy's in this. And Young Justice, yeah. yeah. But most of the story arcs from Teen Titans are actually in Young Justice. So there's a nice little lacuna, if you will, that, hmm. that I think Teen Ju- Young Justice can step into. But will it do well? Because it's on a streaming service. I don't know. That's the kind of, the kind of struggle with this. We saw this with Korra. Right? Legend of Korra was one of the first to go streaming. Right? It was a cartoon. Nickelodeon moved around at the times and then eventually pushed it over to its streaming services. It didn't quite translate onto streaming. It did well, but not as well as, say, Avatar did, Last Airbender. Now we're in an era, but that was an era where we were just on the edge of streaming. Netflix existed, YouTube existed, all that stuff was there. But there wasn't a lot of this kind of go and stream. Right yeah, yeah. now we're seeing CW you can stream TNT you can all stream. the networks do all it the now. networks yeah. have some streaming surface we are now in the era of streaming so I do think Young Justice will do well I think it can succeed even know. though it's not on streaming service Titans is doing well both of them are going to be on DC DC streaming so it's just called DC Universe DC, DC Universe or whatever stream. it is yeah. so uh, we'll see eh, I mean I'm not a DC guy so. I'm not a DC guy either, but Young Justice was phenomenal. But you guys are more DC people than I am. No, I'm not. I'm not a DC no, or no, Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I don't follow I, DC that much. I feel like you're more DC than all of us. Isn't well because I happen to read comic books, but I'm not more. I'm not no, like but a like, DC guy. Isn't like, wasn't Lucifer a DC comic? Lucifer Vertigo. was Vertigo, which is, which is a subsect of DC. No, sort of. But it's not DC. Like it's it's owned by DC, but it's it's, it's you know it's just not it's not DC Universe. Like yeah, I I, I actually see myself way more as a Marvel person in cartoon form i like the dc cartoons more i like marvel movies marvel comics and i think i favor dc cartoons hmm. but that's that's just how i am anyways let's uh wrap it up for here yeah. let us know what your thoughts are do you have uh, thoughts about this mural about free speech about the kind of muddled up conversation that's out being ha- taking place about this um let us know about your thoughts about the streaming services your theories about end game tell me why um, i'm right 
tell them what's wrong. We'll talk a little bit more about as this is revealed. We just had news about uh, Spider-Man Far and Away or Home and Away or something. Far from or Home. Far from Home, whatever bullshit it is. Mysterio is definitely in it, but Mysterio might not be a bad guy. Mm, so Mysterion. we're going to see, we're gonna see what, how it pans out. This was revealed in Brazil, so we'll see. Brazil. As it comes back to, to, to the U.S., we'll hear more information. We'll report on that. Um, but also let us know what your theories are. Endgame is, and what about the streaming series? Are you interested in Young Justice, Titans, etc.? These new things that are coming out and are now only accessible via the streaming services that the company owns. Not on Netflix, but the company owns. What is that going to do for storytelling? What is that going to do for accessibility? Uh, and so on and so forth. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, Diz is going to tell you how you can get a hold of us. Yes, we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Currently Nerdy. Twitter, at Currently Nerdy. Instagram, at Currently Nerdy. Tumblr, Currently Nerdy.tumblr.com. We're going to be there for like another four days. Um, what else are we on? YouTube, search Currently Nerdy. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, and the Apple Podcast app under Currently Nerdy. Please rate, review, subscribe, and uh, make your friends subscribe to us. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, I got to get a hold of you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTran214. It's V Y T R A N 214. My website's at thesandwichslayer.com or sevencrossroads.com. I also got a new project coming out within the next couple of months, so just keep an eye on that. Elite. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at A A O L O M I and on our sister podcast, Head on History. Diz. You find me everywhere at Dizbulla, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H. For everyone here at Currently Nerdy, thank you for tuning in, and remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. All hail the Currently Nerdy Empire.